What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Spectators. I'm Julian Osius. I'm here with Brooklyn. What's going on, buddy? I'm chilling, bro. How you doing? Sam, big chilling. It feels like we haven't been here in a while, kind of recording. Uh, last episode, you heard us with um, the big homie, Kesh Mula. Uh, his album is out now, so go check that out. 81305, go play it. Yes, sir. But that was the last episode we did. As we haven't recorded in about two weeks. Yeah, like a little week and a half, which is kind of crazy because we're sometimes doing two a days. We got a little, a little bit of a break, but not really. But yeah, not really because we haven't been recording the podcast, but we've been doing some YouTube stuff. Yeah, we've been we've been in the in the lab, as they Mm -hmm. say. We we still Uh, working. You might not hear us, but we still working. Yeah, we um. If you guys didn't see it, last week we put out a video, our reaction to all 30 of the NBA City Edition jerseys. If you haven't checked that out and you're interested in how we feel about the jerseys, go give that a look. But we're going to be doing more stuff like that in the future. We're going to be trying to put out some reaction videos to whether it's music, uh, highlight reels, uh, just any sort of like compilations or funny things, anything like that that you guys are interested in us acting to we're gonna be putting that on the youtube getting our face a little bit more out there we know you hear our voice a lot but we're trying to expand a little bit in what we do now, now you get to see have a little faces. bit more fun <laughs> yeah so go check that out go to youtube it's the spectators the same as it is here go check it out you know the logo go give us a subscription throw us a like on whatever you guys like it helps us out tremendously and we really do appreciate everything you guys do for us. So go Absolutely. check that out. And uh, w- without further ado and the plug being over, let's get right into this week in sports. Absolutely. We we didn't really have too much going on this week. It, it was kind of a dry week. But we got a lot coming. We got a lot coming. We got the NBA yeah, th- a few, about a week away. We're going to get into a little bit of that. And uh, we had some football this weekend. Not not too much good football, but we had some football, and and football is always good. So, it, it was dope. Yeah, well, we started the weekend with several, and I mean several college football games getting canceled. Yeah. Now there's a whole debacle between like who's who should get into the playoff because Ohio State's only played five games. Um, I know Washington wound up winning like the Pac-12 North, but they've literally played three games this year. There, there's a whole debacle with a lot of how. Um, these final kind of standings and conference standings are going to wind up going. Yeah. And so and that's, that's, how that's we why you haven't weekend. really had too much uh, college football talk from us either because week yeah, to week it's been it's just, too odd. Yeah. It's, it's been too weird. Like this week, Ohio State doesn't play Michigan. It's just like, ugh. So the one of the biggest games every single year is just not even happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then it's odd. And then conveniently they put down the minimum the big 10 used to have a minimum six games played in order to play in the big 10 championship and now all of a sudden ohio state has five games played and then they lower it to five like yeah and apparently i know it's a uh, weird year and all that but like if the rules don't apply to ohio state then exactly and apparently uh from the florida game we might have a new olympic sport coming too yeah, um, shout out to Florida for really pushing. They decided that they weren't interested in in notoriety 
and uh, championships and yeah. potential trips to important bowl games, and that they would rather push the development of the new sport, uh, cleat tossing. <laughs> uh, I tend to go with uh, shoe put. Shoe put. I like that. Yeah. Well, I can get behind shoe put. A, a new track and field sport, shoe put. Yeah. And ironically, the Florida Gators are not particularly good at it. Um, <laughs> well, he holds the world <laughs> record right now, so I mean... He who, does hold the world it? record, but just wait until Arkansas throws their hat in the ring. You know them <laughs> boys are great. <laughs> but, yeah, this is... Um, Bad. This <laughs> is maybe the most ridiculous way to cost your team a trip to a championship game I've ever seen. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Now, would they have still lost without this? Maybe. Who's like LSU, say? LSU did still have the ball and they were driving, but you see a shoe on the ground, you toss it, it you throw it half the distance to the goal line. Yeah, they <laughs> they worked it like a pass interference in the NFL. Wherever the shoe landed, that, that's where they <laughs> spotted the ball. Yeah, and so LSU gets a first down. They get their 15 yards, and now and then they wind up kicking a 56-yard field goal, which is ridiculous in in college football, particularly because the next day on Sunday there was about 14 missed kicks in the and, NFL. And forget about the distance, the elements. They were in such a thick fog, you couldn't even see the goalpost from where he kicked it from, and he drills it. You couldn't even see the cleat when after you throw it. <laughs> <laughs> and he yeah, drills it, it for the win and it, it's it's tough <laughs> the the best part about this though is that lsu is historically bad this season yeah this is I, and granted that's what happens when you lose your entire team to the draft and then like whoever else didn't go to the draft didn't come back because of the covid and they knew they were going to get drafted like jamar chase and all that mm-hmm. but this is a historic drop and fall from grace where they were the best college football team of all time last year, in my yeah. opinion. And they were, before this game against Florida, the second worst team in the SEC. It's crazy. It's just such a fall. And that's how it happens. And, you know, LSU will bounce back because they need to get the recruits in and they'll be fine. But, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, but what, tough, what a way to Florida win and tough. what a way to lose. The tale of two tapes. Very, very tough. Um, and then that was really it from college football this week. We got some other small games that didn't really matter, and the other big games got canceled. And it's, it's been a frustrating year to watch college football, certainly. I'm yeah. really hoping the college basketball season doesn't end up that way, but... It, it's gone slightly smooth so far. College basketball has definitely gone a lot better. Yeah, there, there's been a few hiccups here and there, but the, they're weathering it. Yeah, and, and that's something that I definitely am in, interested in watching the rest of the season for because college basketball is so much fun. Yeah, and I, I can't go another year without March Madness. Please, no. <laughs> Please don't uh, that, do it that's, that's one of the best things of the year right there sports-wise. I, I need it. So and you guys to need NFL. it too because we got cool stuff planned for that. So ho- hopefully we yeah, all get it. Well, hopefully we can do it this year because <laughs> yeah, we we had something really cool planned last year, and it, it got yoinked. So it, yeah, yoinked be on indeed. be on the lookout for that. But yeah, uh, moving to the NFL, uh, we kind of said it was a really not great weekend. There was no particular close games, especially in the early window. Uh, we were watching all those games together, and there was just. 
there was nothing. It was bad. It was bad yeah, football. Man. Every time we looked up, there was like a scoop and score or pick six or missed extra point and the mixed missed field goal and blown cut. It was just very sloppy football for some reason this week. From all um, over the place. Even most of the teams away teams you don't even think crazy. of. And, yeah. and we'll start with them. The Chiefs and the Dolphins game. Mahomes ends up with, um, was it two picks or three? Three interceptions. He yeah, had two three. on the season. And then he had three yesterday. Nuts. And I remember uh, just, our last episode that uh, we put out, sports episode, uh, Julian was talking about like uh, Mahomes' ra- touchdown to interception ratio. It was historically great. It was. I, I've been. I want to say on the record that I have been very, very good and very active in cursing players and teams this year. <laughs> I think since we hit like the thirty episode mark, I have continuously cursed teams. Every time I say somebody's doing something great, they then decide to poop the bed. Uh, the Reds, Russell Wilson, uh, Patrick Mahomes, and his, his <laughs> touchdown to interception ratio. Literally, I did it yesterday. I said, man, the Chiefs are going to roll over the Dolphins. And then the next play was a pick six or a pick. So you're pretty much Drake right now. And anybody I've who you're been Drake, rocking And with. you know what? I will take, if you're calling me the Drake of sports podcast, I'll take the haters. I'll, I'll maybe even consider taking a kid. Like, I'll, I'll think about it. Well, if if you look back on our IG, J Crush was edited onto a Take Care album cover, so he he is Drake. Uh, I guess oh, I guess it is. It's facts. I can't yeah. argue with it. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I think that's kind of funny, but uh, the Chiefs wind up winning this game. It became a lot closer than it needed to be. Yeah, but the Chiefs, yeah, the Kansas City so, started pulling I'm away. About with the Chiefs, Miami, it's that back. they have trouble closing out games. Yeah, they do. They do. Like, they seem to be letting teams back in. Now, granted, they're still winning, but they need to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, A surprise of the weekend. The Bears and their offense. The Bears are great. (laughs) Some would say. Now, are they actually? No. This was just a classic case of uh, Texans can literally not defend because they don't have a living linebacker. And yeah. they have a fourth-string wide receiver as their number one right now. So, like, there's a lot of injuries, and the Texans don't want to win, even though they kind of are. And Yeah, they just keep on running into wins that they don't really mean to. I feel bad for Deshaun. Deshaun's probably going to be out of there sooner than later, is what I would yeah. imagine. I wonder where he could end up if he does end up uh, getting shipped out. Yeah. I don't um, that would be really, no really interesting. I mean, wherever he goes, they're a Super Bowl contender right away. So, yeah, um, give or take, yeah. The surprise of the weekend. There's really like, really one outside of that um that Bears game, and it's the the Eagles. Jalen Hurts in his first career start. Yep. Going against the Saints, who have looked very good. I think they won like seven straight coming into this game. Yeah, they've been on a roll, especially with Breeze being out the last couple weeks and Taysom Hill. Yeah, and Taysom Hill's played very, very well. Even in this game, he was pretty, pretty efficient in this game for the most part. Only um, uh, ten with uh, incompletions plays. with almost three hundred yards, two TDs, and then thirty-three on the ground. So I mean, yeah, I will say that this is the most that they've thrown the ball in a while, especially with Taysom Hill. 
Uh, letting Taysom Hill throw the ball 38 times is probably not a recipe for success nah. in general. Yeah. Not that he can't do it. It's just like the game plan with Taysom should be Kamara, Latavius Murray, and Taysom Hill running that Navy triple threat offense with some throws. Sprinkling. And then a little slant to Michael Thomas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, and that's boom. literally what the offense there, should There's be. your win right there. But Jalen Hurts had a very, very good game. His yeah, first man. career start, 17 for 30, 167 yards and a touchdown. And the stats don't jump off the page to you. But every time there was a play that, that was needed to happen, he made something happen with his feet, with he, his vision. He had 100 on the ground, too. Yeah, and he had 100 on the ground. And then Miles Sanders has 100 on the ground. So th- they wound up rushing for a, 220 on the ground with two touchdowns. Nuts. Um, that's a pretty good debut, if you ask me. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, the, the Eagles have been floundering. I mean, the, before this, they were 3-8-1. and one. They just signed their quarterback to a long-term deal. They've given up a bunch of draft picks to try and make this team good, and it just didn't work. Yeah. And they, and they took Hurts on a chance, just in case. And he, maybe he's the future of this team. Maybe he's not. But it was certainly an upgrade for this season. They're not out of this division yet. No. Somehow. <laughs> no. Now, they kind of are because Washington get a did get a win last night. Which, let's move right over to Washington. The football team has won four straight games. They were 2-7, and seven, and now they are 6-7. and seven. I'll give it to them. Their defense is their defense is disgusting. Yeah, well, they have Chase the Young best pass defense I have seen a in a long time. Monster, Chase Young, animal. Just. But we've known they've had a good like front four. Like that's not yeah. a surprise. Like they didn't even need Chase Young when they went and got him because their front four was already pretty good. But you can't pass up on Chase Young at the two overall. Like that's just come on. Yeah, absolutely. But you know maybe they should have because. They get a rough game from Alex Smith. He gets taken out at some point. Dwayne Haskins comes back in. We know he's not the answer, but he had a okay game. It was good enough, right? Mm-hmm. But I think this was less of a game where Washington was impressive. Now, granted, their defense was impressive, but this was more of Nick Mullins is still the guy throwing the football over there in San Francisco, and George Kittle is not there to receive it. Yeah, man. San San Francisco's ran into a lot of bad luck this year, too. A lot of bad luck. A lot of bad injuries. Now, would they be good without these injuries? I'm not convinced of that either. Maybe you give them an extra win or two. I I would probably give them an extra two wins, and they would be right there in the playoff hunt. And that's cool. Playoff hunt's awesome. They'd be 7-6 and or whatever their record would be. I think Mm -hmm. Mm 7-6. But what does that do for you in the long run? I'm not really sure. Yeah. But they do have a lot of issues, particularly when it comes to offensive weapons and like consistent contributors to the offense. And that's something they're going to have to figure out. I think Brandon Ayuk is a really good guy for them, though. That was a great draft pick for them, I think. In fact. He reminds me a lot of uh, Cordero Patterson from, from the Bears, except he's not like brain dead when it comes to running routes. <laughs> Yeah, tough. Um, really tough stuff. Um, probably the last game I want to talk about. There's two more games I want to talk about. One real quick. 
the uh, the Colts Raiders game. The Colts are such an and this was the team. This was the battle of the two just most confusing teams in the league. Because the Colts one week will look dominant on defense. Jonathan Taylor will be running the ball. Phillip Rivers runs the script really well, and it just works. And then the next week they get blown out the gym. And then the next week they come back and play the Raiders. And the Raiders are another enigma. They're yeah. they're <laughs> the only team to beat the Chiefs this season. They beat the Saints this season. But then they lost to they lose to the Colts by 22. They lose to um Atlanta by like 40. It's wild. It's a, it's it's wild a team that makes no sense. Yeah. And after this game, they, they they give up 44 to the Colts, and their defensive coordinator gets immediately tossed. Naturally. I think they, I think they blew the final whistle, and he was out of the locker room. Pags, <laughs> they, bags, they already bags. had his bags outside of the locker room. Eh, don't don't come on the bus. And and they left the, lo- the note that said, like, don't call back. Everything's oh, there. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the situation where you can call back, hey, can I get my hoodie back? Let's talk no, about not the hoodie. He's out, he's out of here. Not the hoodie. He's absolutely out of here. That that was your favorite uh, hoodie too. It was the one that fit the best, you know. Mm. Like nice and cozy. You you know who was nice and cozy? Uh oh. <laughs> the Steelers. <laughs> and and now they lost two straight. They they lose to Washington, and now they lose to the Bills. And it seems like they're going on a downhill spiral. Is that part of um, Juju's TikTok dances on the 50 on the team logos and Got getting me. all the other teams mad? Who's to say? But there was videos of uh, all the Bills players in the huddle in the tunnel right before the game, and they were hot. They're like, go ahead, do all that dancing. We're going to do all that work. And they came out and punched him in the mouth. So See, I don't like that, though, just because he's done it literally every game this season. This is not specific to you, Buffalo. No, not it's not that it's specific to them. It's just like they feel like, oh, we could keep on doing that, and nobody's going to do anything about it. That That's where it comes from. Yeah. Like, you're coming in to our house and dancing on our logo? Nah. That's just For, for some views? Nah. Yeah, for that money. Nah, we, we ain't see, doing that I, see, over here. Here's see, here's the problem, right? Here's the problem. Those O-linemen, they're making okay money. Are they making juju money? Absolutely not. Go get your money up, not your funny up, okay? <laughs> Out here making funny money. Funny money. Come on. Why? They're a bunch of haters. Juju's a baller. He didn't have the best game. But Juju's a baller. But you know who else is a baller? Stephon Diggs. That man, yeah, man. has Shout been out so to good. The Bills for making that happen. He, he's been great. He's been so good for this team. Him and Josh Allen, we kind of talked about this earlier in the season. They were going to have a good connection. Like It made sense. Josh Allen's a deep ball guy. Diggs is a deep ball receiver that also runs tremendous routes, so he's going to be open. Mm-hmm. It, this, this duo made too much sense to fail, and it has been very, very good. Yeah. Uh. It's been great. I mean, and Josh Allen's development's been really nice, too. We've talked about how sometimes he's inconsistent. Even this game, he was not particularly good. But he made the big throws when he needed to. He found digs when he needed to. (laughs) And that's all you got to win. There's the recipe for a dog right there. 
Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, Josh Allen, he's still, he's definitely still a work in progress. And the Bills actually had a good defensive game, which I feel like they haven't had really all year. Um, I know they have had a couple of good ones, but it feels like their defense has not been what they're kind of used to, and they've relied on scoring more than anything, mm-hmm. which is not like a way that you've ever seen Buffalo play before. Right. So um, it's kind of cool to see them play a new way. It was not the most fun uh, Sunday night football game, despite nah. the high caliber matchup. And all of a sudden, the Steelers were on 16-0 and watch, and now they might not be the one overall seed. So just watch <laughs> out. In fact, they aren't the one overall seed now. Yeah, man. And uh, what are we, three weeks out from uh, the playoffs? Yeah, this was week 14, so yeah. yeah. We're three weeks out from the last week of the season, four weeks out from the playoffs. So... Wild card round starts the the sixth of January or something like that. It's gonna be getting spicy out here. It's definitely gonna be getting spicy. Yeah, and that playoff picture is definitely starting to take form. Um especially in the in the AFC. Like there's a lot of teams kinda jostling for position over there. Yeah. And because now at- what what happens if the Steelers really do a complete breakdown? Lose, lose their next, last six or lose their last five. Well, or even the next, like, two. They win one in between that. And the Browns just keep on rolling. Uh, I can't. I don't. Uh, you know, I was going to say I can't see it, but the Browns haven't played this week. So if the Browns they, win The tonight, Browns play the Ravens tonight. Yeah, so if the Browns win tonight, they'll be a game back of the Steelers. And I believe they still have to play the Steelers one more time. So, hey, that's definitely not a um, a far-fetched idea, yeah, even though not, it was two weeks question. ago. Yeah. Uh, because the, now, now the, Browns, the Steelers got it in the back of their head, like, oh, all right, well, we, we need to right the ship over here. But it, it could very much happen. It could certainly very much happen. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, that definitely is interesting. Um, but there are about nine teams in the hunt for that last playoff spot. I'm not going to... I say nine even with Vegas, but I think they're kind of dead at this point. Mm, but Baltimore got a lot to play for yeah. tonight because Baltimore is directly fighting Cleveland for one of those wild card spots. Yep. And if you lose this game, you're essentially eliminating yourself. Yep. And if you win this game, you're putting yourself in a good position to write your own destiny. Absolutely. But with with everything we've seen from Baltimore this year, and I know they're above 500, I get that. It hasn't been good. Like this is not no. the team that we were scared of last year. This is not. This is a very different iteration. Yeah, they they look like a very just mid above middle of the pack type team right now. No, nothing that you look at and it's like, oh wow, the we we really really gotta worry about them. You well, and the, the thing and that scares me about them, too, is when they're looking good, they're not even looking, like, impressive overly. There's nah. some teams that I would consider middle of the pack, like uh, like the Bucks or, like, the Vikings or, like, um, Miami, mm-hmm. that when they look good, they look really good. I'll yeah. throw the Colts in there, too. But, like, the Ravens, they're just kind of, yeah. 
And the thing they is, have, Miami's they have, not even. They have first-round exit written all over them. Yeah, Miami's not even out of the question to try to take first place in the East either. I think no, it would be a little harder to back. take I it from Buffalo. I think that's kind of dead. Yeah, it would be a lot. I think that's kind of dead. Yeah. But it, it's there. Stranger things yeah, have they definitely, they definitely needed to win yesterday and have Buffalo lose, and they would have been in a nice little spot. But yeah, not, that's not the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Nope, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, so next week we got week 15, I believe. And I have no idea what's to come for week 15. I know everybody's fantasy playoffs are coming up. I think it's everybody's like semifinals or finals. So good luck in your fantasy leagues. Uh, but your team's not as good as you think, I promise. <laughs> There's not too many crazy games going on. We got the Chiefs and the Saints. That That's dope. Um, that Eagles, Cardinals. That's my Super Bowl prediction too, isn't it? Or I said Seahawks. Yeah. I said Seahawks. Um, Dolphins play the Patriots, so hopefully they get a win there to bump them up a little bit. Bucks, Falcons. So no, nothing too too crazy, but yeah, Bears, Vikings is a good one because those are two teams vying for the playoffs. Yeah. So that's probably like the biggest. Terms of like actual effects for next week, yeah. And the Steelers get another primetime game playing the Bengals. <laughs> also, I want everybody to be put on high alert. The Rams have been playing really, really good football. Next week's the weeks they lose. They go in. They go into New Jersey, or I mean, it's in LA, and the Jets finally get a win against the Rams for no reason. Let's go after getting whooped forty to three. Let's go. Yeah, for for absolutely no reason, the Jets are going to come out and win this game 18-15. to Let's Don't go. know why. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. They're still the worst team of all time. Book it. I'm here for it. <laughs> I saw a thread oh, man. completely analyzing. We're not going to harp on this too long. But the, Thank you how, for, for how my... the LSU Tigers of last year would cover the spread against the Jets of this year. <laughs> Whatever that spread might be, they're covering. On on that note, are you ready for some basketball? <laughs> yes, yes I am. Um, I bought my Carmelo Anthony Portland jersey this weekend. I'm very excited for that um, because when you're a Knicks fan, you have to find other solaces. <laughs> you can't you can't just watch Knicks games and enjoy basketball. So this year we are pushing heavy on the Portland hype train, which I kind of have for a couple years now. I've been a, a a very marginal Portland supporter for a couple of years at this point. And I've been on the same kind of wagon with the Raptors. Now that we're getting them in Tampa, I am very excited to potentially go see a Raptors game. Yeah, I, I could definitely say the Raptors are my number two team for a year. And I'm cool with that. I'm cool with it, bro. I'm Not so cool with that. Like I'm, I'm so hyped to have a basketball team over here and not have to drive an hour and change in traffic on I four. And it's not a to... fun drive to Orlando either. That's yeah, the issue. man, it's tough. So I'm, I'm hyped to drive that twenty minutes to downtown Tampa, hit up Emily, chilling Thunder Alley. We gonna do some cool YouTube stuff too. So if anybody listening, mm-hmm. they out at the games. The spectators will be there sometimes. You will and be on camera. And we're going to have fun. We, we're going to have fun. Yeah, for sure. That It's going to be a lot of fun, too. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're going to be safe. We're going to be wearing our masks. We're going to be distancing and all that. 
But we do want to take advantage of the opportunity that is potentially presented to us. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> but that's with the NBA coming back. And the reason we're excited about the NBA coming back is because starting last week, we got preseason basketball. Yeah, man. It's dope. It's it's back. And, you know, preseason is not the most fun thing in the world. Nah. But we didn't get a summer league this year, which we usually do. And I actually typically enjoy watching the summer league to an extent. Yeah, I check it out whenever I can. It's dope. Get yeah. That little and, bit. You know, it's the most interesting of the preseasons in sports just because the stars are playing and then towards the end, they're actually playing significant minutes. Mm -hmm. Now, they don't care as much, but they're but they're there. And these games are, in fact, games. Yeah, they just want to be out on the court balling. And so. So it's dope. And I'm hype. Finally get basketball back, baby. Yeah. Yeah, usually we're starting around, like, late October. Yeah, we only had a couple months off, so this is a wild. Quick turnaround. Real quick turnaround. It is, and so I'm I'm hyped that apparently the Christmas games are one of the openers for the year. Merry I think Christmas. The season starts the 22nd, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's the 22nd. So next week, you will probably be getting, we'll have an episode come out on the 21st, yep. which is Monday. Usually listed times and all that. You'll have an episode out Monday. We'll be going over all the new roster changes and everything like that in the NBA. Who we think is going to be good. Blah, 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 mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So if you're an NBA fan, next week is certainly the episode to listen to. And our uh, preview episodes are usually long. So get get nice and comfortable. Buckle up. Get a nice snack. Buckle up. Get, get your Snuggie ready. Uh-huh. It's a little cold outside. Get your Snuggie. Yep. Get a little hot chocolate. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we're we're hyped for that. And another thing we hype for, we're 16 days away from our one year anniversary of your favorite podcast, The Spectators. Yeah, it's that's pretty crazy. Um, now it's not the the one year. Obviously, we've been an organization for a little bit now, but it is our one year since the the rebirth, mm-hmm. the, the phoenix from the ashes, if you will. Yep. And. It'll be our year since the first episode that we re-released came back out, so episode one. And I don't know, that's really cool. We've been at it for a full year. We haven't missed a week. Nope. In fact, we've doubled down on weeks, <laughs> which is why this is not going to be episode 56. Yeah, we're, we're coming up on, um. this is episode 59 right here. So yeah, I, I so would think probably by the end of the 60. year... Probably be around 60 to 62, 63. Probably like 62 or 3, yeah. yeah. Which is, I don't know, that's awesome to me. I love it, man. That's, that's super cool. I love it. I love all I the I also like that episode gotten. 60 is going to be this NBA preview. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, and then we have a lot of, we, we talked about it a little bit, I don't know if it was yesterday or Saturday, I think Saturday. Uh, January is going to be a very, very, potentially very fun month. Uh, in terms of the content that we have for you guys, we have some some plans that we are trying to set into motion, <laughs> if you will. Yep. Yes, sir. And we're we're excited. Oh. We're definitely excited. Oh yeah, I mean we're excited about what we do. We really enjoy making these episodes and talking with you guys. And one one cool thing also that I've noticed, uh, just in in life and kind of walking around, seeing people that we know. That we might not have seen in a while. They'll come up to us and be like, hey, like, 
heard this episode like how's the how's the show doing and like people are asking about it which is pretty cool because it's very easy to like discredit everything we're doing we're just some guys making a podcast that haven't made any money off of it yet mm-hmm. but uh you know th- there's there's work being put in over here and cool to to see people kind of recognizing yeah, that yeah we're we're definitely excited to keep on growing cuz from week 1 to now we're going on week 52 soon like we've enjoyed it we we've enjoyed it it's been fun we learn constantly about new things. Jude teaches me stuff. I teach him stuff. Hondro mm-hmm. throw him in there too, sprinkles in some knowledge. We we all just feeding off of each other and just growing. And we're excited to keep on doing it. Appreciate the support. We love it. And we feed off you guys. We we feed off all of you. Any feedback 100%. is always appreciated. Whatever it may be. And we love it. Yeah, so if you guys like what we're doing, go ahead, follow us if you don't already on all of our socials, at underscore to spectators. As we mentioned at the top of the episode, go check out our YouTube. Please give us a subscription. If you like what we do, throw us some likes over there as well. It really, really, really helps us out. And we will be, uh, you'll probably see some YouTube content going up this week. So be on the lookout for that. Absolutely. Later, everybody. Take it easy, guys. See ya.